Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I have a question because I was backstage. Nick, I heard you come on and then I could hear what it can only be described as a clonk. And then, and then there was a pause and then you did that intro. So what happened there? Nick started lying, which is very upsetting. Yeah, they don't usually start lying until like a couple of seasons. Make a hundred mistakes and make a hundred more. But don't worry, because that's what time travels for. You can always go back and try again. And if you go back and kill your friends, you can always go back. It began with one night in heaven. 800 years before they were born, the dragon friends have returned to the mortal realm of Faerun, having travelled the Vale, consorted with pixies, and having been sucked off by two popular Australian podcasters (laughs) in what was once nominally a Dungeons & Dragons campaign. But at last, your revels have ended. So Daffodil and Master Sugarloaf. <laughs> I have a copy of your notes here, and it says Master Sugarload. <laughs> that, that is what threw me, and I covered by saying Sugarloaf. Waging Dr. Freud. <laughs> so Daffodil and Master Sugarload have sent you back, and time moves differently in the veil. Hours can pass in moments, and what seems like minutes can be days or even years. You left as the forces of the Silver Chorus did ride to sack the Sonic Church and you return to see a church well and truly ransacked. Their wagons are burnt and broken, ashes hang in the wind and the statue of the siren lies broken in pieces by the oasis. Just two perfectly formed feet cut off at the ankles in the name of divine retribution. Whatever strad your enemy had planned here is ended, scattered under the hooves of a force that could not suffer his church to stand. This is a place of desolation, of no honor, of silence, and a place where in the distance you can see a frocked figure picking his way through the ruins, a sack slung over his shoulder. Well, looks like there's not much left for us here. Let's get going. Um, where's Baston? Unless Baston is wearing a frock in the di- middle distance, holding a sack, there is no one else to be seen nearby. Uh, Could be. Where Pilgrim's Rest, the hospice that you left his recovering body in, is also burnt to the ground. Uh, I, I guess we should... Can I do an investigation check on the man or the figure in the distance, please, Dad? <laughs> You're gonna, well, how are you going to walk up and investigate him? I'm just curious. I will... You haven't said anything yet. How are you going to investigate him? You be good cop, I'll be bad cop. Sounds great. <laughs> All right, do that and then I'll tell you what the role is. Uh, we, we approach the person. 
What, what manner of beast are they, Dave? Uh, they are a, 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 a they are a human manner of beast. It's okay. it, it's a it's a, what, a young guy. Yeah, nineteen like year old. Nineteen, tw- yeah. Right. And we don't recognise them. No, no, you don't. Okay. He's wearing and he is wearing the frock of um, a sort of friar of the Silver Church, but he's not wearing the burnished armour of a paladin. Mm-hmm. He's not necessarily a combatant. And. Good cop, bad cop? You're good cop? I'll be, I want to be bad cop. You're bad cop, once. I'm good cop? Yeah. Okay. King's good cop? <laughs> How? What, what's that mean? What's that? What's no, the no, term no. there? Yeah. What's that? What's the attitude? No, go for it. Go for it. Hello, fellow human. I love you. <laughs> hey, nice frock you got there. Did you get it from the fuckhead store? Whoa, whoa. I'm feeling really disoriented right now. <laughs> you, you would, because you're a smart boy. Oh, thanks so much for saying that. And your breath smells like shit from a cow. Oh, <laughs> man, you build me up and then you knock me back down. <laughs> Fraser like whispers to Fields, I think we're negging him. Maybe he'll fuck us. <laughs> <laughs> With advantage, Frizo, make for me an intimidation check. Um, cool. You know what? Intimidation or persuasion, your choice, because that was very confusing. And one, so I'll take the 14 plus... Intimidation. I'll take. I'll actually do persuasion because it's much higher, Dave. Uh, twenty is what I got. All right, twenty. Um, he looks at you and visibly relaxes as he decides that you are both somebody that he wants to be friends with, but now someone he's worried he's not cool enough to be friends with. And he puts the sack on the ground. Oh, bring it in, brother. It's all good. Uh, I'm Filge and this is Frizo, and Yo. we are completely objective passers-by. Yes. Just wanting to see the lay of the land. You're passing by the desert? We're yeah. trying to get to... Major Kharkov? Borov. Borov. Major Borov? Major Borov. Well, no. that's my boss. Well, my kind of my boss's 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 boss. Boss's manager's boss's boss's boss boss's wife. Wow, that is an intense tennis um, partner's oh. boss. Oh. <laughs> What's your name? My name's Friar Lucky. Uh huh. Friar Lucky. Friar Lucky. Well, what are you doing in these parts? Oh, I'm consecrating the ground with salt. So nothing will grow again. Well, that's part of it. I mean, was anything going to grow anyway? It's the desert. Well, okay. I, I do I get reckon you could take the afternoon off. No one's gonna know. Yeah, man. Well, no. What are you worried it's gonna grow here? Sturt's desert pea? Wh- <laughs> <laughs> Kangaroo paw? <laughs> Any, anything else? Uh, Australian cactus? We only had we only had one inch. I don't know. What what about pig face? Yeah, we're going for a native kind of thing. Oh, though, okay, so yeah, I yeah, yeah. I was worried if I said, what's pig face? You'd be like, I don't know, what's pig face with you or something? I, <laughs> it had an updog energy about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, look, when the church comes and purifies a site as such henceforth has happened here, then it is my esteemed duty to come and, and put salt on the ground. And in a very performative way, he reaches into his sack, looks at a handful of cheap salt, and then sort of just throws it in front of him. Hey, you guys need any salt? <laughs> I'll take some salt. Can I have a bag of salt? We can have a bag of salt. Thank you can you. have like a handful of Wait, salt. Wait, no, you're taking his sack of salt? No, just a bag, I guess. It's. It, I, <laughs> s- I specifically said you couldn't have a bag of salt. He has a sack. I'll of take the sack. Hey, man, what's pig face with you? <laughs> <laughs> 
Friar, uh, what of the men and children who were part of this church? Where are they now? Oh, uh, they're in they're in Deadsville. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Where's a fact? <laughs> no, some, some of them are in Deadsville. The the, the children and the um, and the ones that laid down their arms when Father um, Gearhart came. Yeah, they're in Deadsville too. No. Nope. <laughs> By which I mean... They were rounded up by the church. They're going to be re-educated. And taken to a place I call Deadsville. Yeah. Deadsville is a, is a Silver Chorus re-education centre just outside. It's actually really nice. It's really nice. Yeah, the name was inherited. Uh, what about uh, the people who are in the hospice, the patients? Oh, that's well above my pay grade. What's, huh. what's, what, what, what pay grade are you at? Well, we have a little joke among the salt spreaders, which is we're earning our salt. No, I, I am paid in salt. <laughs> but you're paid in thing you have you're, to throw away? You're paid yeah. in salt and then you, thro- you go out in the desert. Yeah, it's teaching us a lesson about worldly possessions. And, and so, like, when you come back, you, you can have some salt left, but they don't tell you how much you're allowed to keep. This is not... <laughs> this is, and you know what? This is so if off you, book. If you, if you bring back too much salt... And you've gone rogue. Or not enough salt... You got a one-way trip to Deadsville, <laughs> where they make you clean the spa. <laughs> These are our friends, Bobby and um, Logan the Huge. Oh, hey guys. Hey. Yeah, you are you up. always going to introduce him as Logan the Huge? That's his name. That's isn't his name. It? Okay. Yep. The Huge doesn't refer this to his dick size, Dave. <laughs> I didn't. Say Bobby has a surname too, but it's Bobby and Logan the Huge. Well, yeah, but like that's like Logan the Huge is like you got to know the the descriptor, you know. Yeah, Whereas yeah. Bobby's just Bobby. Yeah, you oh, might think he's just Bobby. Give me a descriptor. I don't know, Bobby the not dead anymore. That's nice. I'll take it. <laughs> Could have been much worse. <laughs> so yeah, Bobby, who is a small halfling, and Logan the Huge, who is a gigantic. Uh, he's like big as a room, right? He's we... bigger. He's bigger than Filge a little bit, and wider than Filge a lot. And then standing next to me, it's like they filmed The Hobbit with basketball players. <laughs> it's like it's like the movie Twins with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. He's big. What the fuck do you want from me anyway? He's here. Would you say he's six foot tall, Dave? <laughs> hey guys, I'm Friar Lucky. These are my friends Filge and Frizo. I didn't say that. Yeah, we absolutely know them. Nice to meet you, mate. Oh hi. So can you take us back to Borov? I mean, I guess I can. That'd be great. Also, did we all know Borov was part of the Silver Chorus? Did we all know that? The Silver Chorus is an alliance of all of the sort of good aligned churches in this region that was once the Freeborn Lands, Laroon's Landing, etc. Et yeah, it's more that it's more that the Silver Chorus is ultimately answerable to Borovia. Oh, that didn't even make. Did you make that connection? Borov. He, so he's, and Borov and Borovia. Which one? New, came it's first? a brand new name. Uh, it's kind of like when the date changes and you want to just write it down. What? What? <laughs> You know when it's like a new year and you, you're like... Oh. Describing having a diary? You're like, I can't wait to write, you know, common year 19. <laughs> you Is know? It? Yeah. It's like that. So I've just been trying to shoehorn Borovia into anything I can say. So what do you mean Borovia is new? Well, the name is new. What was it called before that? It was called the Associated Common of the Freeborn. And now it's Borovia named after... The hero of Briggs Hill? Yeah. Agent Karkov. What? B- 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 Major Borov. Borov. So tell us what. Uh, so what happened to Strahd in this battle? He was the leader of the Freeborn. Oh, the leader? Man, he wishes he was in Deadsville. You know? 
because it's great there. <laughs> Ravenloft, you're thinking of. So Lord Ravenloft was actually the head after Strahd had been banished for killing his brother. Of course, that's exactly what I was thinking of, Dave. But it seems that something has happened to Ravenloft and in his absence there has been a shift in power and this new hero of Briggs Hill, Borov, has cemented enough power to have indeed the land named after him. But not just anyone gets to see the hero of Briggs Hill. So why are you... Yeah, like, get... I can bring you there, but if, if you're just some guys, I'm going to get into so much trouble. They're no, going to no. take all my salt. You oh. would get in so much trouble. Like, how would you justify that? Um, in my defense, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I am not very smart. <laughs> we are uh-huh. four entrepreneurs okay. who can help Borov yeah. make a billion dollars. What? Through the hustle grind mindset. Well, that sounds made up. Quick, quick dragon huddle. Sure. We have exactly what he wants. Do we? Yeah, why are you lying to him? <laughs> we have oh, what he wants. Oh, force of habit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think we should do this hustle culture <laughs> Do you want to take out the crystal with the body of Petrina in it? Yeah, do we trust this guy? Let's do an inside check to see if I trust him. Make an him, inside Dave. check for me. Inside. That's 17 Ha-cha-cha. plus inside. Hachacha, that's 22, Dave. He, he seems a poor, gormless idiot. We have we have his wife in a cube. Nope. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, no, you no, no, you don't. You have Major Borov's wife. You have Jenny? You She's have going to Jenny be in tennis a cube. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, someone else take over. <laughs> And Friso just walks away and just sort of paces in front of a wall, muttering angrily to himself. <laughs> I gotta start talking to my goat. <laughs> or sheep or whatever it was. That which started this war. Uh-huh. The body of the missing Carcosan princess we have. What? And it seems also that if Baston is still alive, he's with Borov or at the... Wherever the... You know, wherever they're keeping, uh, maybe at, at, at um, Deadsville or whatever well, it is. We I need know, to find our friend. I don't know anything about that. I just know that they carted a lot of stuff away when they raised it, raised it to the... You know raised is an auto-antonym? Oh, buddy, we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> he, he does tell you that... Su- su- <laughs> not very much, but C- Commander Gearhart of the Silver Chorus did take some key prisoners back to Castle Ravenloft, but he's quick to say that it did not include Mistress Castador or Strahd, who escaped. They what? escaped. Well, who cares? We need to find our friend. Wait, no, we need to end the war. Hey, guys, I'm, like, basically done salting now. Um, so if I'm... anything, he seems a little bit upset about the worthiness of his task since you've sort of laid it out for Yeah, him. I mean, like, part of me is like, what's even the point? But uh, so we have the body that will end the war. Okay, well that's what I'm saying. You can, you, I, I can take you to Borov. Great. If you He'll want. He'll pay you in more than salt. I'm looking at pepper money here, bro. Whoa! Really? What about cardamom? <laughs> Let's all, not get ahead of ourselves. Allspice. <laughs> Let's start with five and see how we go. (laughs) He takes a uh, symbol of the priesthood of Torm that is around his neck. He mutters some secret words and casts the spell word of recall as a magic circle whips around in the sand around him, scattering the ash anew into the air. White light burns down from the heavens and creates a magic circle. And... 
for a real idiot, it's a quite like competent moment as he beckons all of you to come forward. We're jumping in the circle? Yeah. You're jumping in? Where are you taking us? To Borov? I'm taking you to Borov! Okay, let's go. The circle whips around, light shines forth as you all step into it and find yourselves flung across space, if not time, to make your way back to Castle Ravenloft, seat of power here amongst the commons of the freeborn, now known as Barovia. And you can see that work has continued in earnest. What was once just foundations is now almost two stories of a giant castle gleaming on the Balanox, still surrounded by a camp of war and industry. And a table sits in front of it. And in in front of that table is a circle, a coterie of dignitaries and generals and massive like a bear amongst them is the figure now resplendent with more medals than you've seen him before of Major once, now Commander Ustinov Borov. Commander! And he looks as the circle, the light of the circle causes all of them to look forward, and as he sees you, he breaks into a huge smile and laughs. <laughs> like that? <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about uh, a funny thing I saw in the paper. Who are you? (laughs) No, before you tell me, there's a a woman named Kathy, and her life can't catch a break. She loves to shop. (laughs) Stop! Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're that group I sent off on that suicide mission here. And we survived. And yeah, we're a... bad at suicide. <laughs> <laughs> also, we also we replaced our monk with this turtle. So, oh, hello. Yeah, you're quite big, aren't you? Yeah, but not as bloody big as you. Thank you very much. I'd say you're as big as two. <laughs> and may I say, what an extraordinary penis! <laughs> now, uh, sir, you have gone too far. <laughs> uh no, I want to say... Have you put uh, on pants, by the way, since... Mm, yes, I... What the... You took your pants off to make a surrender... You yeah. Can I please put them back on, I think? You have? I'm just... Yeah, no, can I... Can, can I just try yeah. to paint theatre of the mind and so forth. You are wearing a pair of underpants? I would appreciate if I was wearing pants, okay. Dave. Thanks. Yeah. Now, I want to say... Filge and Bobby. What did you say your name was? Logan. Logan and... Steve. Oh. Steve-o. <laughs> well, I see that you are alive. Bully for you. Uh, ha- what have you been up to? Only fulfilling the mission. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean fulfilling the mission? No one can fulfill the mission. I mean, to be honest with you, I was really looking forward to keeping your dragon egg. So I gave you something impossible to do. <laughs> well, what we did, what you wanted was a body. Yes, but oh, I see what you're doing here. <laughs> I see what you're doing. It won't work if you just give me any body you found. I was very specific that it needed to be a specific body. I think we have that body. Oh, do On the count of three, let's say which body you wanted. One, One two, two, three. Petrina Velikovna. Yes. Irina? Irina? <laughs> Petrina Velikovna. Okay, the very way that you said it like that. Now, it seems to me like you waited until I said it. <laughs> then stumbled a bit. 
No, no. Talk to you her. You have so many notebooks in front of you. No, no. What could you possibly write in them? Look, I'm going to be honest, Dave. I've mostly written the word pork bun about 40 times. <laughs> it's like... It's like a memento if he woke up in a cold sweat and was like, I have to make someone eat a racist pastry. <laughs> Speaking of, you hungry? No, nope, I'm good. All good. Yum, 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 yum. Uh, uh, Bobby, please. Oh, no, you don't have it. You, 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 you just know it. about it. Freezer has it. You've got it. Yep. I've got a little thing called Petrina's body in this orb. So... If you'll give us back our dragon egg to power our time machine, what is this show? <laughs> Otherwise, I'll, I guess I'll... Eat it! I'll eat it. Otherwise, I'll eat it. <laughs> what, what are you... No, no, wait, wait, wait. Give it! Give show us, us the dragon egg or eat it! Where's the fucking egg? We get get the egg! Of. Get the egg! Somebody goes and gets the egg. Yep. Uh, you're probably lucky he runs away. All right, well, let's not do anything hasty. You've got, a, you've got some sort of snow globe there. It's an orb! <laughs> Alright, may I see the orb? No, you may not see the orb. You can look with your eyes. Okay. <laughs> Hands behind the back, Borov. That's fine by me. And Are all the other generals just watching this? <laughs> I'm handling it! <laughs> and then I, They're all reading Kathy. <laughs> I hold up the globe and he can lean in to look at it. Right. But if his hands come close, yeah, it's I'll fine. eat it. He looks at it. Stop saying you're going to eat a quartz. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, my mouth is open. Ah! And he's like, he's like good-naturedly like, let's see what this bullshit is. And then he looks and he looks closer and he turns sort of white and then flushes with joy. And he's like, you've done it. You've, you've actually done it. We've only, we've never failed in a core quest before. <laughs> Mostly but, side quests. But... <laughs> but how? How have you? How have you managed this? Uh, through great it, personal expense. Yes. Yes. That we it, would request recompense for. Well, of course. Oh, of course. You have your egg back and better. We well, the, also request a body of our own. Yeah, uh, we want our own body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we One want of our own. That. We, we want that magician back, don't no. we, guys? <laughs> I see you're invoking your ancient rite of Corpius Corpus. <laughs> you could actually tell your wife that joke, Ben. She'd be quite proud of she it. She might be proud of it. That'd be good. Um, honey, honey, I made the most delightful joke at my Dungeons & Dragons podcast. What's the joke? I don't get it. I laughed. People keep me polite, but I didn't get it. Do you know what? It's actually... It's actually not that great, and if it's if there's any scrutiny on it, it's going to fall apart. So let's just no, no, we'll just, let's just glide on by. It's going to leave a spot. We're going to leave a blank space in the podcast. And Wait, everyone can have a think about it. Yeah, and and if Anya likes the joke in this blank spot, she'll explain what the joke was. And if you hear silence, she didn't care for it. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three. And that's what Corpius and Corpus that, is. That, and that, that was the voice of my lovely wife that you we just assume. Heard, we assume. Um, uh, what? Yes, a body of one of our own, in fact. That of the monk, Baston Indrurovich. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I can see Steve was very upset about this. <laughs> he was in the hospice when your forces raised it to the ground. Not my forces. The, what do you mean? Ra- the do you mean what? Sorry, which which bit of ra- which version of raised? Because it's an auto antonym, you know. <laughs> Did you know that? It's a word that means the opposite of itself. I think what's happened so. here is <laughs> ben, yeah. ben, ben tried to doesn't you know it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> 
Who's on my forces? What do you mean? Oh, that horrid business out in the desert. The Silver Chorus. A bunch of church loonies. We give them a little bit of, you know, oh, here you go. Here's a sword. Here you go. Well, they took our friends to Deadsville. The Silver Chorus are a faith militant. They might support the Barovian army, but they don't answer to Borov. Oh, God, no. Bunch of freaks, if you ask me. Why do you oh. give them weapons? Oh, it's all politics. Yeah, well, you take any fight you have in this war, but not anymore because we've got the bloody body. Well, now that you ha- can have the body, can you help us get to Deadsville to find our friend? Deadsville? Oh, Deadsville. <laughs> yes, well, I went on my honeymoon with Jenny to Deadsville. <laughs> the marvellous place. Wait, actually, before we go, can you send one of your pigeons or ravens or... Uh, maybe a faster bird. Maybe an eagle yeah. or something. Ostrich. An ostrich. An ostrich. I can send my personal ostrich. And just see if our monk is at Deadsville? Yes. Yeah, so Cassowary. And he calls out, and a, and, a, and a travelling ostrich in the heraldry of Barovia, the new state. Wait, David, it's an ostrich called ostrich Cassowary? It's an ostrich called Cassowary, yeah. Okay. Now, this Ca- is Cassie. on a motorbike. Cassie, for short. Now, this is confusing. I want you to bear with me here. This is... This is Cassie the, o- the ostrich. It's short for cassowary, which she isn't. <laughs> a cassowary is a different kind of bird. It's actually good that you're sending an ostrich out there because a cassowary will probably get distracted by all the Sturt's Desert Pea that's out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with the kind of boys they're sending out there to salt the earth, they wouldn't be bloody surprised. Uh, now you're asking him to send Cassie where? To Deadsville to check if our friend, the monk, Bastard is there. Okay, that's a day as the ostrich runs, so you can stay. You can stay overnight. You can stay overnight. Now, listen, I have something to show you. I wasn't entirely convinced that you wouldn't just die. (laughs) But while we were remodeling the castle, what do you think, by the way? Great. Yeah, apparently there was some uh, ruckus with the last remodelers came, killed somebody, would you believe? (laughs) Was that us? One of the other generals goes and goes, well, of, of course, um, Commander, that was uh, before the untimely passing of uh, Lord Ravenloft, and they all make the sign of uh, the Silver Chorus. Yes, yes, etc. Et uh, but have a look. <laughs> I'm very glad nobody asked me what it was, because I have no idea. Oh, the off- be a Christian sign of the cross. <laughs> yeah, no, I know I did, but that's not what it, It's something more fantasy than that. I want it's whatever your imagination desires, unless it's a crook one, in which case it's not that. Yeah. Uh, look, listen, feel, taste, and hear. <laughs> These are some of the senses. I've said one of them twice. <laughs> Come with me. I want to show you something. Okay. He hasn't, he hasn't taken the orb from you. He doesn't seem to be asking for anything. He just wants you to follow him. Okay. I put it back in my bag then. Oh, and lucky, bring that dragon's egg. We'll need it. Uh, he leads you into the kind of chamber of the, like the lower area of, of the, the castle. And he soon comes to a wall that has a huge heavy lock on it. And he pulls out a burnished shiny key, turns it twice, and the door opens. And you see steps leading down into the Balanox that have been cut into the body of the mountain. You know, when I left the front to take over in the castle Ravenloft, I Ooh. had something of a dilemma. Because your shiny little boxes were there and I couldn't leave them. So I had them shipped up here for safekeeping because a deal's a deal no matter how likely it was that you just blow your own dicks off. So I kept them here. I haven't really been giving them much thought. But come, you'll get a kick out of this. He walks down and as you walk down the steps, Friezo, Bobby and Filge 
you feel a strange sense of deja vu, as if you have walked this road before. And as you make the steps down, you find yourself in a huge vaulted mausoleum with crypts on either side, as you realize, brand new as it is, unalloyed by the ages that will come, this is clearly the mausoleum of the House of Strahd, newly renovated under Ravenloft, the crypt that you were once left in to die, where the Vampire Count's family will one day be interred. Boy, this seems really novel, hey guys? (laughs) One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, It's a a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess with because we're did we, did we tell you we're time travellers, Mr. Tortle? No. Oh, did it come up? Didn't come up? No. Oh, I'd yeah, we're not from this. We're from the future, yeah. different reality. Can I, can I just say, they tried this on me as well. <laughs> and uh, while they are for a very long time ago, they're travelling forward in time, like you and I. So technically speaking, I'm a time traveller, you're a time traveller. Yeah, I'm a time traveller you know well. I mean? yeah, yeah. They've just, got, they've just got boxes that they sleep in, maybe. <laughs> I've got a box and I sleep in. Watch this, guys. I'm going to time travel right now. Oh, oh my god, it's a time traveling turtle with a big dick. <laughs> hey, That's what you sound like. <laughs> hey, you're a good time. What are you doing later? Oh, <laughs> mate, once this war's the over. Big boys have discovered each other. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he walks to the centre of the room and he grabs a torch. It's of low light, only a few of you can see. And he strikes an acrid-smelling match along the wall and lights a sputtering torch and he holds it high. It illuminates the room and you can see the figure of Marceline Val's cold cell engine, the cryo chambers that have delivered you this far that are yet planned, if they have the dragon egg to power them, to take you all the way back to your own time. Behold your time machines! And then he points to his own shoes and goes, Behold my time machine! <laughs> Sleeping like your shoes? <laughs> you're not taking this seriously. <laughs> this is the machine that will get us back to our own time. Yes, and listen, I've thought about that. And, what it, and so what is it that you said we will get a kick out of? Well, look, listen, I thought about this and I thought about the story you told me about being interrupted so rudely last time you were trying to sleep. And here's what I'm going to do. And here's what my plan is now that you've done your end of the bargain. Uh Uh-huh. This vault is almost impenetrable. I'm going to make it completely impenetrable. I'm going to brick up this door and leave you a pickaxe. And then when you wake in 800 or so years, you can whack yourself out. Whack yourself off. Are you gonna <laughs> You're gonna whackity whack. I'm just saying, from that from this day forward, I am sworn to protecting the secrets of these little boxes here to make sure you make your journey through time. And my son shall protect it, and his son shall protect it. And maybe his daughter. <laughs> it's six hundred and ninety-three. The only other consideration for us is there is a mad vampire who's quite angry at us. Right. His name is Strad. Uh huh. Von Zarovich. Uh huh. I mean, that, 
like the literal cause of cause of the war. Like, are you asking him if I've heard of this man? <laughs> oh, you know that he- we're in his house. <laughs> you are in his house. Isn't that in the future, though? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, just what is you just you just pork buns? You say. Can I ask you a question? Can I? Ask oh, that's you? a good point. We're not in his house, but he's the whole fucking reason we started the war. Yeah. What is he? Because he was in the. Mm. He died. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah. How did we? Never do a D&D game for this long. <laughs> I'm with you. This is getting confusing. Sorry, did you just say he was a vampire? <laughs> We're pretty sure he's a vampire. Or will be. But there's a bell you can ring. And if, and if he hears the bell, he becomes mortal. Wonderful. Where's the bell? Ooh, do you have the bell? Oh, I don't think I do have the bell. I do have the bell. I stole it from his house. Right? I... Yeah. Th- you have a bell. You have a bell that makes everybody have take death saves. Yeah, you have some bell that you got the from his house. The bell of true sound. Yeah. Oh, that's like a fairly standard item. Oh. No, 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 no. This oh, it's not. Okay, good. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, here's 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 what I'd suggest. You give me the bell, and I'll give it to my son, and he'll give it to his son, and he'll give it to his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Very strict eugenics instructions for your children. And uh, we will hold vigil over this space. No evil shall enter. Well, you got to let some evil in at the start, obviously, <laughs> before you seal it off, maybe. What do you... Oh. <laughs> and then once it's sealed off... Once it's sealed off, no, no more, more evil. evil. No more evil. <laughs> okay. If we can fight it, we will. Great. I think that's good. That suits us, doesn't it? Yeah, we just wait for Baston to arrive. Yes, and. But- Bing, bang, bong. But for now, we wait for Cassie. And for now, you are tired, you're hungry, you've come back from the desert anorak, and you must eat. And he clicks his fingers. And as he does, the uh, Friar Lucky comes with the egg. And even though you haven't given him the body yet because he trusts you, he gives the egg to you, Bobby. And you can feel, even though it's 200 years old, the warmth of dragon fire deep inside this egg. And he says... This was once inside a dragon's... um... Butthole. I don't think that's what they... Oh, Ben... Technically, it's the butthole and it's the other holes as well. It's a dragons have a cloaca. Okay, yeah. dragons, have, dragons do not have a cloaca. Canonically, no, they, they don't. Do. No, they don't. Canonically, no, they do. Birds have well, you can't just say, what does canonically mean? Yeah. It means, it means uh, paleontologists. No. <laughs> That's, do you mean dinosaurs had cloacas? No. Dragons are re- real. Do you think dragons are... <laughs> So you think dragons are closer to birds Ben than Ben's writing a TV show and he's not getting a lot of sleep at the moment. Not a lot of sleep for old Benjo. <laughs> Sorry, what was your question? Uh, it was about the clock. <laughs> <laughs> then don't worry about your question. Uh, Bobby, he gives you the dragon egg and, he's, and he pats you familiarly, a little too familiarly, on the shoulder um, and indicates to the centre of Val's machine. There you are, buddy. Get that up, yeah. The, the pedestal and cylinder where the, where the egg sits. Um, I place it on to see that it kickstarts the machine. And the machine whirs to life as the rest of you look. And he claps his hands again. And servants come down the stairs with meats and breads. And a feast is laid at the foot of a magnet. Mag- <laughs> Please sit by the magnet. Uh, <laughs> in my culture, there is no greater honour than having an enormous magnet. And when I became commander, they gave me this one. It's pretty cool. (laughs) So a funny thing that happens when I do this show is I start describing something, and I don't know how far I can go, but you get to a point, and it's the abyss. Yeah. And my brain shuts down. No, no, they're giving you food. 
on the magnet. Meats and sweets on a giant magnetic table. Uh, What's the colour he made out of? Um, oh, it's regrettably <laughs> iron. It's a very, and, uh, very irritating meal. But you really, you really work those biceps. Every mouthful. Is it all every story just smashes you in the face? <laughs> <laughs> all of you can eat. Yeah, oh, I broke a fucking tooth. All of you yeah. can be married. But check this out, check this out. Oh no, that wait, that won't work. That's not how magnets work. Never mind. How did you no, no. say he it? Say ma- the he thing. made the mistake you made, so. <laughs> well, he says, check this out. And he reverses the polarity, expecting all the cutlery to fly up to the ceiling. <laughs> and then nothing happens. And he goes... I've tried this before, I forget. They have to be magnets as well. (laughs) (laughs) And you drink late into the night. All of you are recovered. All of you have a long rest. You get your spells back. You get your maximum hit points back. You lose your exhaustion level. Such is the power of this feast. And at one point, Borov excuses himself and has a hushed word with an attache and then comes back grimly shaking his head. What are you talking about? Uh, I wish I could be telling you this under better circumstances. Uh, but, uh, well, actually, it's not the circumstances. It's, it's the thing you're saying, thing isn't I'm it? Saying, yeah, 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 yeah I thought no, so. I could be telling you this. But the circumstances, circumstances are great. I could yeah. be telling you this, you know, at, at Deadsville, at one of their uh, water slides. But, uh, <laughs> no. Uh, what I have to say concerns Deadsville for Cassie, the ostrich. Uh, has returned with grave t- tidings. Your friend is not among the um, guests. So we need to make a choice now if we cut Eden from the podcast. Well, I don't know what that means, but... <laughs> I, but if we just go back to... I will tell you something. I will have a son. <laughs> you keep saying that. And he will have a son! He is, after all, married. And then he will have a daughter! (laughs) And we will spend our lives protecting this ground and looking for your friend. That I solemnly swear. The war's going to be over. I'm going to have to do something. It's either this or build weird little ships. (laughs) <laughs> do, you put, do you put them in bottles? Yeah, I'll put them in bottles. You know, what do you do with the bottles? You, you put the bottles put them on a shelf, give them to people who don't want them, <laughs> show them to people when they come over. What do you say? Oh, I say, look at that. And they go, oh. <laughs> and they go, I, I hear that some of them, you build the bottle around, the, and I say, that's not how I do it. <laughs> and it's tedious. So, I think this is better. Okay. I mean, why should we trust you to do this for us into the future? Great question. As soon as we f- fall asleep, you could just take back everything you just said. We need an assurance from you. Look around you. I thought you were a bunch of fuckheads who had no chance, but I still went to all this trouble on the off chance that you came through for me. I'm a man of my word. Can we do a trust the guy check? An insight check, you can. We've only got one dice tonight. Well, you can have another. Would you like another one? Yeah. There you go. uh, Have one each. Inside, did you say? Yep. Woohoo. Isn't this. Oh, I got six. And uh, you got six? You can take one too. You can all take an insight check. Ooh, I got 14. All right. Ooh, 19. 
<laughs> Why did you say, ooh, that's a good role? Yeah, I'm pretty interested in it. Oh, sorry. What did you say? I, was, <laughs> I forgot where I was for a second. Tom, all yeah. right. Uh, and what did you get? Uh, nine. All right. So this is a moment for you. In that case, Logan, you look at the, into the, deeply into the eyes of a man who believed that he was going to die in a hopeless war that would consume this continent, doom him, his progeny, his line, and his people. And you see a man who has everything that he wanted, who is a king amongst men, a folk hero of mythic proportions, who has had the land named after him, and he understands where credit is due, and he will do what he says. Seems tight. I, uh, Logan. Yeah. What if you stay behind? You guys have been trying to fucking get rid of me since the second I grew up. And I know you're, you're obsessed with your boyfriend, or right, whatever his name is, gas, blast on. But I'm here now. It's so such what a you weird way to get that wrong. It doesn't, <laughs> I'm not getting, I'm here now, okay? And I've been chill about the entire time. But no, just, but, but what if we gave you a really important job? Oh, fuck. Like what? What if your job was if mm-hmm. you sense that he's going to betray us? Yeah, which I haven't because I I know really well that he's not going to. But yeah. But just say maybe you maybe he will. But what about his son or his son, his son or, or his, his daughter? So <laughs> always. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. This turtle, you have stood shoulder to shoulder with this turtle through thick and thin, while being sucked off in the veil. And you don't want to take him with you? You haven't formed a bond? I'm... Oh, well, okay. Don't forget that he has basically imprinted himself on Bobby, a man so desperate for friendship that he is now, it seems, ready to die for a turtle he met 12 hours ago. Can I just throw the spanner in the works that I know, Dave, that's uh, what I call God, uh, doesn't want me to bring up, but I think this is largely moot because... There's no way that fucker's fitting in Baston's chamber. <laughs> As also, we have already established, you also his know size. how you know how um, how the cold cell engine works. It partly feeds us off the fact that you have all are traveling back to where you were meant to be. Rubber band theory. Oh, of course, the rubber band theory. Well, Logan, you can't come with us, unfortunately. But I didn't say that. There were just a couple of obstacles. We'd have to rebuild the whole machine. I've decided out of my own volition that I will stay, not because I won't fit in the thing. <laughs> and that's my decision to make. But then all the riches owed to us as recompense for our travails go to you and yours. Are you saying you're going to give me like information about the stocks from the future or something? <laughs> you know, you need betting guys. You know, you <laughs> at the cryptocurrency <laughs> now, Logan. <laughs> At the Tower of the Arcane, you did remember you fought like that magical plant. You found the Gulthius Staff. That 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 is an artifact of powerful druidic um, potency. If you you might want to keep it, you might have forgotten you had it. Now that I've reminded you, you'd like to keep it. Uh, I just we just need a quick little dragon huddle. Sorry, I know you're a very important major and uh, commander. Commander, commander Major Borov. Well, that's confusing. <laughs> it's just, it's just Commander. It's just Commander. Uh, Bobby. I got, I got a promotion. They named a whole fucking country after me. <laughs> See, at that point, I feel like you don't need the title, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, I. Everyone knows so, who you uh, are. Yeah, I know, but I have it. So, while I have it, you may as well use it. <laughs> Wait, Barovia didn't exist before him. What? 
I'll stay. <laughs> if not for you. Do you write that? Like when you're ordering Uber Eats, do you write Commander on that? CMD. So you, when the Uber Eats guy turns up, you go, they go, oh, I think for Borov, you go, Commander Borov. No, I go, Borov? Who's Borov? <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know any Borov around here. Oh, and then he goes, and then he goes, oh, Commander Borov. And I go, what was that? And he goes, Commander Borov. And I go, thank you very much, give me my pad time. <laughs> and then I don't tip him. I don't tip him. Sorry, Filch, sorry. How, even if they do find Baston, how will we get Baston back to our timeline? They'll have to put him in the... In the, in the hole. And he looks at it and, and, he, and, he, and he nods and he says, and, and he goes on to say, even if I will send my men and my children and they will have strict instructions that if they find your friend, no matter how old he is, no matter how much time has passed, if he lives yet, they will place him in the cold cell that was made for him so that you may at least have some time with him when you return. Also, if he's dead and you find his body, put it in there as well. Really? You want that? I think that, I think that would be... At least then we'll know. I think that would be gross. No, then we'll know. I think just assume that he's dead. Then we could grieve him properly. Okay. We could use some future magic to, you know, reanimate his corpse. Okay. All right, well, yeah, sure. I'm writing all this down. Bits into a necklace, carry him around with us. That's weird. It's nice. I think it's nice. It's a weird thing to do. (laughs) Do it, okay? All right. Uh... So he okay. sends the rest. Uh, he sends so, the so rest of the servants and the hangers-on and the flunkies that were at the feast away. And he says to you that no, none of them understand what's happening today. None of them know what that you will be down here. I will personally brick this up. Yeah, all that stuff I said in front of them. Uh, I, unfortunately, this is a, this is a quiet conversation. Unfortunately, I, the first thing I do when I leave here is go to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> I like at least three of them, <laughs> but this is how committed I am, Filch. We love. <laughs> Shot me in the fucking leg, you cunt. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. 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 Um, all right, well, as we get into our machines. Yes, um, and we give you the bell. I give the bell of the true sound to you, Borov. Yep. yep. And I say, Borov, you're. Um, Commander Borov. Commander Borov. <laughs> in our time, Borovia still exists, so you must feel pretty chuffed about that. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's just a cool bit of uh, trivia for you. And I give the goofiest staff to... In your time, is it really cool and not cursed at all? Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> not full of bats. <laughs> oh, wonderful. My sigil is somebody going to a bat. So, <laughs> so you're going you're gonna to give the staff as a gift to Logan? Uh, to Logan. And thank you. To, and to the kingdom of Barovia, I, live, I leave this sheep, Jeff, whose piss I've been drinking for three weeks now. That's really gross. Well, you, I mean, have you drunk its piss? No. You could try. I don't think I would. I mean, you just very generally no, saying it's gross. Hey, this I discussion it. is over. <laughs> I don't, I, I'm just not going to yes and this. <laughs> hey, Borov. Yeah. Do you know yeah. that it takes a village to raise a child? Uh-huh. But it takes 17 children to raise a village. <laughs> That's wonderful. That's my gift to you. Thank you. I will cherish it all. R A Z. Auto Antony. The dragon friends make their way into the cold cells until Logan and Borov, two massive giants, stand squeezed shoulder to shoulder in the stairway as they watch the three of you settle down, and all of you cannot help but feel a pang in your hearts as you realize that the fourth cell is still empty for Baston is lost in this time and you hope that when you open your eyes again you will see your friend once more Alex 
Alex, what is it? What? What is no, it? Finish, finish it up, Dave. Finish it up. Finish we, it up. We, we, we finish it up, Dave. We haven't given you the <laughs> And in the last minute, Borov goes, oh, walks down, puts his hand out to you, Frieza. <laughs> I'm already asleep, I guess. No, you're not. Oh, no, you're not. You're fucking not. Hunk shoe, baby. Hunk shoe, my friend. <laughs> nah, all right, here you go, you cheeky bugger. And you hand the orb that would stop oh, a war. I'm, I'm so glad no one was around to see this. <laughs> because the dragon friends have done the impossible. The dragon friends have, for the first time in over a year, successfully completed a modest quest, reached a milestone. They all gain a level. You are all now, for the first time, you've managed to make your way to level nine. Level nine, sleepy boys. As you all sleep, because you have defeated the empire of Netheril, caused castes to fall, you have saved the world for a war that would never end. You have united the Garkosans and the Barovians. You have seen that history should deliver you back to the land in which you came as you settle into a deep, deep sleep, a long and powerful sleep, the sleep of the just, of the righteous. Frizo, you sleep deeper and better than you have for a long time, one famously inhospitable to the gifts of Morpheus, you succumb nevertheless to a powerful and deep dream. Fridge, Fridge, how are you? Uh, Robbie, Robbie's still here. <laughs> yeah, we, you came into my office yesterday, um, and it was good to see you, actually. It was great great to have you, have you finally in. And sorry about all the, the muck around with the... Um, with 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 the with the dream situation, um, d- don't worry now. I've I've sorted that out. So, um, uh, uh, not to get too too into the logistics of it, but but I went down. I went down to the Department of Dreams and I said, um, "Look, I've got I've got a high elf client. He doesn't dream." And they said, "We can sort that out with a translator." Anyway, that's that's all for me. What I've done though, I've, I've just had to add five. Just had to add five percent to um, my commission just to cover. Cover the uh, the um, administration cost, but that's that's all done. That's uh, you don't need to worry about that. You don't need to worry about that at all. Fridge, I've got you. I've got that sorted out. Look, um, look, uh, it was good to see you yesterday. Good to see you yesterday. If any any of your friends um they want uh, representation, you just um you just you just send them send them my way because you know if you if you if you want gold, you you start with silver. Robbie Silver, Robbie Silver is me. Uh, well, you, we met yesterday. It doesn't matter. Look, I mean, the point is, um, look, I just wanted to. I felt bad about the whole the whole dreams situation, and 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 and, and look, I just wanted to send you. I just want to send you a, a spell. Um, it's a it's summon greater demon spell, and 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 look, it's it's really important. It's really important that you you, do, you mustn't cast it unless you set up a proper proper magic circle. You know, uh, you know that's that's your realm. That's your realm. You know, all the precautions, uh, security. Oh, uh, that's not that's not for me. You know, I mean. I'm here rattling my, my papers around my files, you know. I'm not summoning any any demon. Great, the only greater demon is my my ex wife, <laughs> you know. And I, and I miss I miss her every day. I'm, I miss her every day. Um, I miss her every day. If I'm honest with you, fridge. If I'm honest with you, I miss her every day. But um, well, look, the, the important thing is you just you just do all the precautions with that spell, and um, and and, it, and if you do someone, you got you just treat her with respect, you know, because because you know demons go back to hell, and they and they remember if they've been used, and uh, oh, the last thing the last thing you want is because uh, these things live forever, you know, they can they you never know where you know you, you've got one greater demon now, it could end up you know, you know who, who you know who who it is. 
you know, a couple hundred years from now could be very important. Could be very important. So you just want to, you know, you just want to, you just want to, you just want to treat them right, you know, because um, they never forget a grudge. Uh, a bit like my ex-wife. No, but um, no, I miss, I miss her. I do miss her every day. Yeah, I do. If I'm, yeah, if I can open up to you about that, that is um, bridge. But yeah, no. Anyway, so yeah, use the spell, use it, use it wisely, and use it safely as well. And just remember to 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 um, you know, set up a, I don't know, the magic circle, and, and be kind. Just be kind. That's all I'm asking too. Um, anyway, I hope you enjoy. Hope you enjoy the dream. Hope it's the first of many. <laughs> um, but yeah, they told me they've sorted that out. So if you, you know, I know you don't dream, and you're a high elf, but your trance state you should be able to should be able to get this. But anyway, I've just added five percent on. I've just added five percent onto that. Um, so we're we're at fifteen percent. We'll call we'll call it twenty percent if. If if we need to, we'll we'll leave. Anyway, great, great, great to hear from you. Great, great, great to for you to be heard. Great to be heard, I should say. And um, yeah, yeah, keep doing what you're doing. And as the dragon friends hurtle towards time, eight hundred years towards the present to the third age, to the time that they were born, we will leave them for now. We do not know where they will travel. We do not know where they can be. We do not know where they have come from. We know this: that adventures still lie await for those four. Pathetic fools that we once called the Dragon Friends. Thank you! The cast of Dragon Friends for this week is Alex Lee, Simon Greiner, Michael Hing, and Tom Carty. Dave Harmon is our Dungeon Master with NPC voices provided by Ben Jenkins and special live guest accompaniment by Nick Harriet. Shakira Khan is our producer. The podcast is edited, mixed, and mastered by me, Hugh Guest, and new episodes are recorded live every month at the Comedy Store in Sydney on Gadigal Land in the Yoran Nation. This week's episode was made possible by contributors to the Dragon Friends Patreon, who get early access to ad-free episodes as well as exclusive content every other week. Until next time. Make a hundred mistakes and make a hundred more But don't worry, cause that's what time travel's for You can always go back and try again And if you go back and kill your friends You can always go back Can I change my voice? Rough dimensions Like two shipping containers next to each other? From the front or the back? The whole thing no, what he is that's is too wide. That's yeah, he's too wide. wide. You know the uh, the statue outside <laughs> the statue outside the QVB of the talking dog that's voiced by John Laws. Yeah, he is the size and dimensions of that. Not the of dog. The dog? Itself, no, the no, no, no. The whole fountain, the whole edifice. That's not helpful. That's, that's not helpful. It's, it's, <laughs> uh, yeah, I gave you exactly the right. No, thing. you told me that the you gave me the dimensions of a very small thing. What about a very, in a bigger thing? Like no, a no, no, but the thing you look oh. at. The thing you look at when you look at that is the small thing, which is the dog. No one's like measuring. Yeah, it's like you know, Hing, when I look at Hing, I look at the small thing, which is his face. What are you saying? <laughs> it's like you know the you know the small you know that small dog voiced by John Laws. Well, you know the suburb that it's in. <laughs> what yeah. about what about what about what about what about what about what about the King's Cross Fountain? When it's spurting or not? <laughs> you taking into account water height? No, no with no water height. It's Again, off. no, this is the opposite problem. Because oh, I'd be watching. I always double set of double set of doors going into double double doors. Double, what? No, double doors. You know, like two doors when you go in that open. Sure. About, like, two phone, two old school phone he boxes just, next to each other. He just fits through a double set of doors. So he would just or squeeze into a Westfield. <laughs> <laughs> Westfield is bigger than the double. No, I mean the double doors that are going into a Westfield. Just what about the double doors at the QVB? <laughs> I never see them because I always look at the dog. (laughs) (laughs) He's big. What the fuck do you want from me anyway? He's here. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 